Welcome to the Foxy Podcast, a bi-monthly show brought to you by Freeform Freakout. The show is produced at KMSU Studios in Mankato, Minnesota. And here on the Foxy Podcast, we try to dig deeper into underground and experimental sounds of the past and present. And welcome to episode number 210 of the Foxy Podcast show. Hope you're all doing well out there, wherever you're listening from. On this installment, I welcome back to the studio, longtime friend of the show, Chris Berry of Soft Abuse Records, which should note that up until 2020, Chris would make his annual trek down to Mankato and join me. And I was looking back (laughs) and we were pushing 10 consecutive years until the pandemic hit. It's crazy. So it is a pleasure to welcome you back, Chris. How in the heck are you? It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been years. We don't communicate outside of, we only talk when you're here in the studio. When I walk in the door. Right. <laughs> well, a lot has changed, of course, in two years. I mean, yep. life has, has changed. Chris is operating on minimal sleep right now. We're <laughs> recording this in the morning, which I don't know if is a good choice. Yeah. This may be one of those less talk, more rock type <laughs> shows, because both of us are a little bit uh, scattered. A beleaguered. Yeah. But, but uh, we'll be all right. We'll, we'll pull through this. The music will carry us through. But um, yeah, it has been two years. I look back, it was January of 2020. Little did we know what the <laughs> following two months would bring upon us. I know. But, and uh, I, so I, I, I was thinking about that. I was going to look back too. I don't think I did 19 because I, I think we missed the fall. Yeah, we missed the fall. And that's why I came because right. it was like every August, August or September. Yeah. August come. or September, we couldn't make it work. And then yeah, you came in January. Yeah. And then maybe that was just sort of like foreshadowing <laughs> what was going to go on. But I blame uh, myself. But we should note that, I mean, in that time, maybe just prior to that, You've been doing radio. This is this is just like you now. You're like, what do I need to go on his show for? I got my own. <laughs> yeah, no, it started after that. So that yeah. started in, um, I guess in the that's I don't remember May. I think of twenty. Oh, really? Um, was it okay? So, yeah, it started in May of twenty. That's right. Because I remember when you were starting up, you were wondering how to possibly record from home. Yeah, because the, the studios were shut down and but all. But then that. nobody was going in, and so I just thought, well. And they said, yeah, it's really safe. Nobody's here. Yeah, so it's actually right. Yeah, we should safe. note that Chris does a show, a weekly show on Monday afternoons, yep. 2 p.m. on our Ampers affiliated station. If you're wondering, it's a, a, a network of community radio stations that KMSU happens to be a part of. And KFAI is a long running and terrific uh, station. And 
I would say the show that you're doing up there is very comparable to the stuff that you've done when you've joined me on this show over the years, right? Kind of uh, sort of the template. I I didn't know, you know, and I have to acknowledge that Dave pushed me to apply for that. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Uh, (laughs) Um, and so thanks for that. Yeah, it's been really fun. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't know what I was going to do. I still don't really know what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, but I just, you know, put things in a box and then I drive there and then I <laughs> kind of, you know, spread them out and say, I think this goes with this. And yeah, then, yeah. Um, and kind of piece it together from there. So, um, which is very similar to my process when I come here. <laughs> I was just going to say, and how is that different from what you do on here? Yeah. But it works. I mean, that's it. Yeah. That's interesting that you, you're able to make sort of musical connections in real time. I don't know. I get a little bit with live radio. I get a little bit more on edge. So we just did live radio the other day, and it's such a different dynamic it's than different. pre-recording and pasting together a podcast like this is but i will mention that what we chris and i are creating here will pretty pretty much is going to be live so forgive us in advance (laughs) but um what yeah has that been a good good experience for you has it i often think anybody who has that type of music collection should have a radio show it justifies (laughs) the the insanity of (laughs) the amount of records that one buys right? right yeah it's justifies and then gives me another excuse to right yeah further the uh whatever yeah and i still i have a hard time even tell talking to people and saying like oh i collect records which i just feel i i, I know the i know some of the negative connotations around <laughs> yeah. that and you know i'm not like uh i it's it's almost like i've just accumulated this stuff over right. time and yes. i and so i guess yeah i guess it's kind of a collection now or something you know? yes and yeah, they're I, on a shelf so that feels a little <laughs> right more, uh, i have shelves devoted to records <laughs> yeah exactly yeah i don't consider myself a collector yeah i, I mean i am an avid <laughs> an avid music listener yeah maybe that's it but yeah, there are certainly artists and labels and things that yeah, yeah maybe yeah fill in know. some gaps. <laughs> exactly. I, I feel like I made a. I might have said that maybe not on the air. I don't remember, but at some point a couple years ago, I said, you know, my now my midlife crisis is going to be collecting Stereo Lab forty fives. I don't did I? That's incredible. <laughs> you said, oh, maybe you did that on the last show. because I feel like that is the band. I've said this to my my family. I said maybe when those all is said and done and I'm done doing radio and podcasting and all that, I'm just going to sit and listen to Stereo Lab Records. <laughs> That's it. I mean, there's worse things. Right. I mean, it's a great band to <laughs> yeah. just have. That music is timeless. So. Yeah, but, for sure. Um, what, have you had any like big discoveries from, from doing radio or connected with people? Because I, I feel like your show is certainly covering an area of music that's not heard in the, the Twin Cities Media yeah. marketplace. I can't believe I just uttered those words because let's face it, what media marketplace are we involved in? Yeah. But I mean, has that been, have you been able, since you're doing it live, uh-huh. has that been interesting to have a little bit of back and forth with people? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So people do listen. That's the one thing. <laughs> yeah. It's still a surprise. And um, people email me sometimes yeah. and that kind of thing. Um, which is really cool. Like I, I know people out of town listen to have, have told me they listen to it, which is great. But then, yeah, there's people local that listen to it. Like, yeah. Wow. And they, and they say, yeah, I want to listen every week or I catch it the next day on the archive or whatever. Yeah. But the archive is key. We should make note of that. If you go over to KFAI's website, and I'll be sure to link that in the website post, 
the shows are archived for two weeks. Two weeks uh, so only. Check yep. them out uh, and catch again the upside down. But uh, we're we're gonna do what Chris does on that show and piece <laughs> together a show here. I'm gonna keep track of uh, the playlist. Chris is gonna dig into his box, and we're gonna see. I have no idea what what you have in store. We'll probably, as we've done in the past, I think you've brought down some recent stuff from both. Uh, soft abuse records and we should make note that you do a collaborative label with glenn donaldson called fruits and flowers so we'll break out a trusty new seven inch that uh just came off the press (laughs) that's right (laughs) singed my hand as he handed it over (laughs) but uh we're gonna jump into some music here maybe i'll have you set up this first cut that we're gonna share well we did hear a song already so i will share that that's um and so this is one that um so first of all uh, thanks for mentioning the radio show. I was actually going to try to not pl- bring anything that I've played yeah. on the air there. That's to tough. Make it, it, but it's tough, and I already broke the the rule with the first <laughs> track <song>. number one. <laughs> but that's a label that I've connected with. Yes, since doing radio. And, yes, um, it's called Un Je Ne Sais Quoi. Yeah, those folks uh, have some... reached out to me, and we've done some record swapping and buying. Oh, cool. So great yeah. label. Yeah, really good. And the, so this is a newer. This came out in the spring. Uh, Marcel Bore, I think, uh, is how um, his name is pronounced. He's not, I think he's not a musician or he's a guitarist maybe, and um, but has made the saxophone album. Yeah, it's, that was, <laughs> I, I have not heard this one, yeah, actually. Yeah, and this, it's really struck me and I keep coming back to it, so I thought I'd bring this tape in. Um, and uh, yeah, on the, the great... Yeah, it was a nice opening piece because it sort of captures the mood that we're in on this autumn morning here, right? It's kind of like solemn, (laughs) slow moving. Right, that's where we're at. But we've got something here queued up from another record label that's worth noting. It's fantastic. And Archives, a label that I've tried to buy it. As much as I can. This one, however, I don't have yet. So yeah. I was kind of psyched that you brought it down. This yeah, is from so Mira. This was the other thing I wanted to try and do was to bring things maybe you haven't heard just to surprise you. Yes. Um, and so maybe I'm two for two with this. But this, <laughs> uh, this is a great one. Also came out this year. Uh, it's called Mira. Uh, this label, it seemed like they were doing some older stuff at right. first. And now there's more contemporary uh, Japanese music coming out on this label. So, yeah. um, and this would be one of those French label releasing a lot of stuff from the Japan. Japanese underground, psychedelic, avant-garde. Yeah. Cool. Some of the coolest packaging, uh, that really I've seen. Beautiful. Yeah. 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 This, so this record's called, uh, 2008 to 2021. And we're just going to play the second track that is called two.
consider patience a virtue, while others consider it a waste of time. As we talked about at the top of the show, less talk, more rock. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that was an epic first set right there. Why don't we run through uh, what we played? And I will say, Chris, you've you've you're hitting pretty close on. There's a couple that I knew in there, but a couple that I'm glad you played because it's been a long time. So yeah. Let's work our way through from the last track that we heard from the Decays. The Decays. So they were um, L.A. band, uh, maybe. Long Beach, I think, or mm-hmm. L.A. Um, in the 70s and 80s. And I guess their sound kind of shifted over time. That was their last, what I, I thought was their last album, but it looks like they had another kind of a reunion effort at some point um, I, in the 2000s. But that one's from uh, mid-80s, I believe. I was misled because I saw the New Zealand on the label, <laughs> thinking, is this something sort of loosely related to Flying Nun? But no. It wasn't for whatever reason it came out in New Zealand. Um, yeah, weird. Huh? Their other one, yeah, their other stuff was um, on their own label, mm-hmm. um, and then, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm I'm curious what the story. Is <laughs> right, there. they're big in New Zealand, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I guess they were a little more psyche. The earlier <laughs> stuff is a little weirder, and but that kind of maintain it has kind of a Jandecky kind of. Mm-hmm. That name uh, rings a bell. Like I feel like I've heard the decays but i was thinking they're more garage punk or garage psych or something yeah. like that and i don't know if that's the same group there's probably other decay bands I'm out sure. there yeah right <laughs> you broke out the circulatory system which again that's a band i know a band i appreciate i was a big fan of a lot of those elephant six groups and we were talking off mic that there is a new elephant six uh, documentary making the rounds at film festivals and yeah. things yeah that's kind of i mean so part of what I, I guess, in the last couple of years, I was uh, digging in my own crates. Or whatever, yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> I have everyone. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I wasn't going to store. I'm still not going to a lot of places, but, um, you know, it's like, well, I should just listen to stuff I haven't listened to much or it's been a while. And that was one thing I pulled out was this album in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, when I got it, I, I liked it, but it just was kind of, you know, whatever, put it aside. Um, but I really kind of got into it in the last couple yeah. of years. Some of those records really hold up for me, like yeah. the Olivia Tremor Control. For sure. Even like the music tape stuff, pretty weird, but mm-hmm. I, I like those records. So I do too. Yeah. And um, that first circulatory system is still amazing, I mm-hmm. think. Um, so, yeah, this is, I think this is the last thing that they've done, really. I mean, that something came out. Uh, but I think it's older recordings. Yeah, what you heard a was weeks ago or a couple of years ago. Yeah, you heard the track "Tiny Planes on Canvas." Canvas, excuse me, from Mosaics within Mosaics. Yeah, I think that's, that's the last one. Pushing right? ten years. Yeah, yeah at this right. Point. Then we heard uh, an 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 artist who I'm sure many people know, but this was kind of a deep cut. <laughs> like Kurt Vile from Constant Hitmaker. That was the first record of his that I heard. Yeah, and I th- liking it because I would compare it to. Tom Petty. Yeah. But that was the very non-Tom Petty cut from that record. <laughs> yeah, and I was trying to remember who told me this, but some I remember talking with somebody that said, oh, it's like Tom Petty meet, uh, produced by Eno. Yeah. 
There was the Eno part. That was the Eno part. (laughs) (laughs) Track from that record called Trumpets in Summer. And then pulling out his own radio show tactics of the lengthy cut. To bathroom get break uh, track. <laughs> right. Yeah, like when you're DJing in public, you got to have that 10-minute jam. <laughs> exactly. Played something from a Tarquin Manic from a record from oh, five, six years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Uh, an album called Tarquin Magnet out mm-hmm. on Blackest Ever Black, RIP. That was mm-hmm. a great label. Great label, yep. And uh, he was a member of the band, well, I always say just Fingers, but Fingers, F, F Fingers with yeah. Carla Del Forno, right? Mm-hmm. And He's been in a lot of things. Callista Cult was one yeah. that he did. There's a lot with, I guess, Carla Del Forno. Um, but yeah, never heard this until kind of recently and got pretty into it. Um, yeah. Well, it was listened to um, as you know, as you know, I uh, have had a baby since yeah. <laughs> since I was here last time. Yeah. I didn't have the baby, but you know, um, <laughs> right. I'm half in addition, responsible. Yeah. You're, you're in a, yeah. Um, that has changed things for it you. It has changed things. So now I listen to stuff in head on headphones 90% of the yeah. time, which I never used to. Um, and this sounds really cool on headphones. Oh, so I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. This whole record does. So Yeah. Uh, th- this explains why Chris is a little lethargic this morning, <laughs> up at 5 a.m. So you, you do the math. Lego time. Do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tarquin, if I'm not mistaken, was maybe, was he involved in Blackest Ever Black and in, in the record shop that was short-lived? That, oh, man, he might have worked there or something. Yeah. yeah the, the name just rings a bell. Yeah. He, he's There's a lot of projects. Um Again, uh, maybe with adequate sleep, I could rattle. <laughs> right. I probably still couldn't, but. <laughs> right. Maybe we'll do some uh, internet searching when we yeah. get the next block going. But yeah, uh, cool record. And then we mm-hmm. uh, began with a couple. We we, tar- we started with Mira, which we talked about. And then we played a seven inch from The Full Mars. And I know you've played that on your show. Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, you've played The Full I, Mars. I, I don't have know played that one. them. Yeah, I think I've maybe played that. Mm-hmm. So that is another. I. The, so speaking of blackest ever black i think that's why i put those together mm-hmm. um the final release on that label was a comp that's yes. really good yeah um and there's a full mars song on there so that's that's how i learned of them that's how i know of them too that's yeah. a cool comp yeah. yeah it's a really good comp and um yeah so they've put out a couple there's like a couple cassettes and uh, a couple things uh maybe a cdr mm-hmm. and there's a new split seven inch out that i think just came out that i don't have yet but uh, this came out last year, I think. Now that you walk me through all that, I remember being like, I want to find out more about this band when that comp came out. Mm-hmm. And I think it's still, I was just looking when we were looking up titles and stuff because this one uh, came out on a, a label that I can't pronounce, but that comp popped up on Blackest Ever Black. And I think that's the only thing that they have up on the Blackest Ever Black Oh, uh, yeah, Bandcamp page, so check that out. It's a cool compilation. And then again, um, Mira at the very top of that set. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering here, because to start off this next block here, you've got an artist that you've worked with pretty extensively over the years. We're not dipping into soft abuse yet. You're just <laughs> jumping in with this one here. Yeah, I thought I would tease that. Um, <laughs> so I did put out something from... Stephen R. Smith this year, mm-hmm. and I, I know you've played that on your show. Oh, for and, sure. Um, you know, we don't need to. I mean, I I can, but we don't need to <laughs> revisit that today. Uh, I know you've played it, and um, he has. I put out a record called Spring. It took a really long time mm-hmm. to come out, um, and then it was able to come out in spring, which is kind of uh, cool. But um, 
so yeah, he's done a lot of thing. I mean, had been involved with a lot of bands and projects. Mm-hmm. This is one of them called Ulan Passerine. Yeah, and he has the different variations of the Ulan. Yeah, uh, the name. Right, and I don't. And Each has kind of their own sort of mini universe. Yeah, yeah, um, I would say. So this one, to me, this was like the piano version, mm-hmm. <laughs> like the piano band, but uh, that has kind of changed. Um, maybe that's the first one I heard had a lot of piano. I yeah, right. Why. <laughs> Steve, sorry. Um, right. <laughs> Uh, but this one, uh, he put out himself um, this year. I haven't seen, you know, I don't know where people really read um, stuff about music anymore. But, right, um, right. <laughs> I haven't seen a lot of uh, t- chatter about this, but it's a great record. It's one. So now he's kind of opened this up to a lot of collaborators. Yeah. Um, so there's some different sounds going on and um a lot of familiar names contributing. Yeah. So it's, it's worth like, noting that anything that Stephen R. Smith puts out is high quality. He's like one of the most consistently rewarding artists out there, in I my mean, opinion. I'm biased, but I completely agree. Yeah, I mean, like there's everything. just like you, I, everything he's done is really interesting. Yeah, it's good. It's really good stuff, and I love that he has these different titles puts out small edition stuff on his own. This is on Worst Word, right? His yeah. label. So this is, a, yeah, he does cassettes. He'll, some stuff is just digital. Some is, what a, you know, multi-format, weird packaging, mm-hmm. you know. And this just, comes with some kind of patch or something. Yeah. And yeah. I love that it just do, he just continues on, you know, without any, like, to-do about it. There's no big promo push. It's just no. like, here's the records. If you want them, they're there. Exactly. And I just kind of admire him. You know, after, you know, 30 years, you know, he's kind of found his niche. Right, right. Found his audience, so. So what track are we playing from this new one? Um, Do we have the, I don't have the the jacket by me here. I think you do. Oh, I do. I do. (laughs) You're right. We are going to play something from Side A. It is track three. It is called duo mat that's right and uh, again this is yulan passerine from a new one called sun spare and you're hearing it on the on the foxy podcast (laughs) i almost drove into my (laughs) weekly show thing yes here it is
for so long Of what seems a million years And a single question lingers on her mind Why did she never learn What a woman needs to be How could her eyes look on the love Yet never really see just a victim of a misleading world and the burden just ended up on me There we stood after so long Conversation lasted hours, nothing really said, and we couldn't even see each other's face. She wanted one more try, but I could see no reason why, so I just left her there and said goodbye. Why did you never learn What a woman needs to be How could your eyes look on the love And never really see You were just a victim Of a misleading world And the burden just ended up on me You can't keep all your trouble tied down deep inside your mind. But if you can't sleep and you're seeing double, I guess you better, you better stay at home tonight. Lord, it shook you up when they shook you down. Kinda took your head enough to drive it through the ground. But now you're back, and what do you know? And should you, should you spread the news around? Should you, would you, should you tell them what you found out? Would they even, would they let you get the sound out? Look at the crazy people doing that they got to do. No, they're just trying to get on by. Take a look at the crazy people doing what they got to do. No, they're just trying to get on by. Join the commune. Just a drop to ism. You want, you want to share it equally. That was 
starving children Staying high for feeling free No religion Don't understand it Though they pray Though they pray No one will see Until it's Until it's found in history Now don't you think it's time Time we solve this mystery
another block of music there and I'm so glad you brought this seven inch single because it's a reminder that I've been meaning to buy this one and it's pretty it's pretty whacked it is <laughs> an incomplete obscurity by Fred E. Scott called Journey Within that was recently I don't know reissued from a label out of Detroit called Two Rooms or Michigan yeah it is Detroit yeah mm-hmm. what do you like I don't really know much about Fred Scott, other than this was recorded at Bobo Jenkins studio and who, who was a great blues artist. Yeah. I think he, I'm, I feel like he was kind of in the margins of um, kind of the Detroit jazz scene, but I, I, I don't know a lot about him. I only know the single. Um, it's great. It's so great. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty, pretty wild. Just came out. Yeah. Just came out on that label, Two Rooms. Mm-hmm. And I think you probably want to snag one quickly. I'd imagine these will be gobbled up pretty quickly yeah originally from 1978 what were the originals going for (laughs) i don't know i mean i just like everything else i think at one time it wasn't too crazy but yeah it's probably prices went through the nose on that a couple hundred also glad that you played something from alex bathgate i've been visiting revisiting the tall dwarfs i'm i'm sporting a a tall dwarfs t-shirt as we speak here but um i actually don't know that record yeah it's newer yeah, that's, um, it was a cassette. And then um, I want to say it came out in 2020. I guess I could, okay. I could search. Um, but um, yeah, then so 
a couple, I guess three of his solo records got repressed mm-hmm. as LPs, and that was one of them. Uh, there was another one that came out on CD, and then um, the the one with the Elvis cover, Gold LeMay, oh, yeah. Yeah. got reissued. So those all came out maybe late last year early this year time i can't i don't even know why i guess <laughs> right, yeah time is a blur right know, yeah it's a blur it's cool that he's still making music yeah though. he's still doing stuff and right. this one is really good i i um, i have the tape too but you know up, upgraded or rebought yeah case i th- think given uh chris knox's condition i don't think tall dorfs they're going to be able to play play or perform again i don't from think my so. understanding yeah. yeah um chris knox played with stefan neville at mm-hmm. a library in auckland mm-hmm. um a couple of years ago but oh, you he know, did yeah okay. it was a um kind of you know like uh pretty i guess out you know just kind of whatever sure <laughs> right kind of wasn't structured type wasn't of. very structured yeah 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 well that's cool that he i didn't he, i wasn't aware that he was even playing live yeah since he had that i think stroke, that's yeah. the only time he's mm-hmm. done it oh which uh, is cool it's not the library yeah no kidding <laughs> um in front front of that from stereo labs label duophonic super 45s we heard Dimaxian. I had to, Dimaxian. I had to yeah. find my phonetic points of reference there. That's a cool single there. Yeah, I, I really like that band. That's, um, you know, they were around in the 90s, I guess, and this great, there was a, a compilation of their singles that came out probably mm-hmm. around 2000. Uh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's another one that's like, I've if I find the singles cheap, I'm grabbing them because right. I have that comp. But uh, they also this guy jeremy novak whose band that was he's kind of the main person mm-hmm. um has a band with tim gain called oh. ghost power oh, and yeah. they put out a single and an lp and that's really good that's that came out earlier this year new thing not the caravan blah 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 yeah it's a cavern. new project. yeah cavern. Yeah. yeah cavern of antimatter yeah well everything that he's involved in is yeah worth really checking out for sure i, I agree yeah, and then we heard some some deeper cuts mid-set there. We heard something from Red Buckets from a comp called I'd Rather Be in Philadelphia. And I I don't none of the groups on there I'm familiar with at all. Yeah, that band Red Buckets, um they put out I think they have a a tape, maybe a demo, and then um they have a 45 that they put out themselves. Mhm. But um I read about them there's some kind of feelies article um it was like a blog post from 15 years ago. Yeah. Somehow I was reading about the feelies. I think because I was listening to the young Wu album again, and then was reading about the feelies. And then, uh, they mentioned like red buckets was kind of a tangent. I guess they played shows with the feelies in the, in the eighties. Uh, but they were from Philly. Um, anyway, so I, you know, searched, found this comp for cheap and, uh, that song's great. The the songs on the forty five are really cool too. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a keeper, keeper. It's a keeper. I say <laughs> filed it, and then we, a major label track, but a kind of an obscurity. <laughs> yeah. Still, we heard from Michael O'Gara doing Crazy People. Yeah, he, that's a record I stumble up across every now and then. Yeah, you know, in in used bins, it's not super rare, hard to find. Obviously, major label release. Yeah, but it's a Minnesota connection so he was from um outside of minneapolis bloomington okay, uh, suburb yeah. and was um the singer of the still roven in their later years so mm-hmm. kind of a legend uh, legendary minneapolis garage band mm-hmm. and then 
cut this record for a major. Right. <laughs> yeah. That, and then uh, just tanked. disappeared. Yeah. Because that was it, right? I, that I was think. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pete Pitts from a seven inch single. We heard Soliloquy, another one that I'm completely unfamiliar with. Yeah. I don't know like, anything about it other than I really like that song. Right. It, it just, just holds stuck on. in my head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then we played something from Pascal Camlotti, a track clearly in homage to. Robert Wyatt, I'd say it's called Wyatt uh, um, from an early 80s release called Sentimentos that was reissued not too long ago. Yeah, a couple of years, I think. I just got this in the mail like a week ago and mm-hmm. um, have been listening to it a lot. Incredible artist. Yeah. He's done a lot of cool like cool collaborative, uh, collaborative records and stuff. Did the, not he even collaborated with PJ Harvey. Yeah, right. Yeah, and this, the, um, the on the other side, there's a track that is supposedly written by Kevin Ayers. That mm-hmm. um, I'm, you know, fairly sizable Kevin Ayers fan. <laughs> I couldn't figure out what the song was right. or what he's taking from what that is taken from. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, maybe some Soft Machine homage. Great uh, right on. on both sides, mm-hmm. right? And then Yulon Passerine at the very top from this record, Sun Spare. A nice, I guess, segue here because we mentioned you worked with Stephen R. Smith on your label and we are going to jump into some soft abuse and fruit and flowers related stuff here in, uh, in this next block and of course starting off with arguably each of our favorite artists, we could say. <laughs> yeah. Pumice. This comes up every time that you're on. Yeah. People who go back and listen are like, oh, here we go again. They're going to start <laughs> gushing about yeah. pumice. But Somebody could make the pumice mega cut of all the- <laughs> <laughs> you're right. right. <laughs> but I think every time you come on, we often have new stuff to talk about. Or I, there's some times where you've brought some like really obscure finds. But, yeah. But we're pretty fortunate with the timing here because you did just put out a brand new a week ago a brand spanking new a release called Phyllis and it's in my opinion a little bit of a return back to sort of the pop side of pumice I mean in, in his own unique signature way of doing yeah. pop music because the last one was much more folky a mm-hmm. folk album yeah droney folk kind of mm-hmm. um pastoral you know um and but it in his own lens too or right. their own lens um you know, have to re- remember that uh, it's now Stefan and Jade. Yeah, duo, yeah, so. it's a duo since the last record, yeah, right? So they've been working together. Yeah, for a while. Um, and they they did that seven inch too from a couple of years ago. That kind of kicked it off. But uh, so yeah, now Pumice is a duo, um, and this new album, yeah, it's sort of a return, but also different. Um, it's a lot more. Um, yeah, it's catchy, really uh, some really short, catchy songs. Right. Um, and then some kind of uh, excursions as well, but it all flows together in a in a, in a a more of a pop way. I don't, yeah. I, it's oh. hard to describe. Right. I know I played a track called Eat 8T. Yeah. And that's got this cool, like, herky rhythm to it. That <laughs> That's maybe my favorite song. Yeah. And, well, yeah. this one and then that one, I would say, are my two faves. Yeah. Great stuff from an artist, again, that I think... It goes back to your very early years. I mean, what was the yeah. first, what was the first full length that you put out from him? Um, um, my it's goodness, called Yena Vienna. Right, that and was that's early two thousand four or five, something yeah. like that, or six, six yeah. <laughs> somewhere in there. So this has been, yeah, pushing twenty years that you've been working with yeah. Stefan. It's crazy. It's cool that he's still making music. I mean, it, uh, kind of on his own pace and mm-hmm. his own time. And yeah, he's always he's really active, forward. and he has a studio now, and um, he. 
was doing stuff at home, but now has a space um, and is recording other bands. And oh, cool! Um, and so yeah, he's um, he is getting it going. Yeah, <laughs> there's another uh, great uh, just came out. Um, gosh, maybe over the summer, a split uh, lathe LP um, with half half pumice and half um, this band called Nomi Noors. Oh yeah, and the pumice side is great. It's all kind of outtakes from this Phyllis album. Okay, or cool. you know, kind of from that same time. Yeah. So. Well, let's play this track. It's called "Hurdles and Curdles" for Katarama. Yes. Again, pumice. <laughs> Thank you. 
of yourself Over and over again Days of ice, days of glass Smashed clean through Days of ash, days of trash Buried deep within you
right, wrapping up that block of soft abuse and fruits and flowers related releases, we capped it off with one of the newest ones from Krauss right there, another artist from Down Under that you've worked with many times over the years. Yep. And this is him kind of going in a slightly different direction, not the 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 psych garage stomp mm-hmm. instrumentals, more modular synth stuff, but it's it, still great. Yeah, no guitar. Uh fully electronic I, I guess it's the first fully electronic thing he's done yeah um, it sounds great it's I you know I'm biased so I can't come <laughs> right <laughs> I think it's really yeah, good it's pretty good yeah Sorry. it's okay <laughs> yeah we heard the opening cut from the new one that was the album's called fire water air Kraus, which I love <laughs> song from a crystal cave we heard it's a Martin Rev kind of yeah. feel or something that that uh, song we played something from a record that Glenn Donaldson declared as one of his favorites of last year before the album was out <laughs> from Fortunato to Rudy Marinetti uh, the record called Memories Fool which is an incredible it's record. really good yep again I can't I shouldn't comment on the quality because right. maybe it goes without saying but, but it, I'm a fan but a cool I'd say art pop or art rock record mm-hmm. which is sort of a different area for you as a label yeah. to explore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First th- thing I've put out with fretless bass. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jazz fusion next, right? <laughs> That's right. Um, but that band, uh, so there's a, fir- uh, they put out a tape um, a couple years back that is now being pressed. I, maybe the records are out. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have one yet, but um so and then the third album is on the way at, at some point. Um, nice, but it's uh, Daniel Calusi's uh, band. Um, he's kind of the the ring the main, ringmaster. He's the main Fortunato. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> we heard the something from Fruits and Flowers. And speaking of Glenn, that is the label that you and Glenn run together. We heard mm-hmm. new stuff. Nice noisy pop one from the Gabbies, the San Francisco based group, right? They're British. No, yeah. <laughs> really? So they uh, they uh, had a a tape on All Gone. It's oh, some yeah. people that were um, half of the Gabbies was in Blue Suede Platforms, which yeah. you've probably encountered. With, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so that band is gone. Uh, Gabbies is is happening now, and uh, hopefully some more stuff will come out at some point i love that blue suede platform I stuff do too. I, how did i i guess i'm i'm not i'm not uh, staying up to date you got, you're slacking this is on my need, email list or well <laughs> you need to start coming down a little <laughs> with these two-year gaps i'm all thrown <laughs> off here we heard forthcoming stuff though from an artist speaking of all gone yeah. uh, we have chris allen durham from a forthcoming release called kicks or macabre something a track called newest thing it's cool to see you working with him again because yeah he's some, i've some of my favorite stuff that you put out in the last few years come from him i think it's great he's amazing i and totally underrated um everything he does is so good and um you know i put out a bibs record they were a great oh really gosh, great yeah. band and then he's done the church shuttle stuff uh recently and mm-hmm. is now going more into this songwriting right uh kind of uh, space again more kind of on the bibs end and um yeah that bibs record's one of my favorites in the catalog yeah it's a it's a sleeper it sleeper is hit yeah and then pumice again at the very top from the new one called phyllis you heard hurdles and curdles for katarama and man our time is winding down we want to play a couple more cuts before we sign off 
But uh, thanks again, Chris, for it's, it's we got to do this more here. frequently, more than two years. We yeah, know that. We know that. Sure. <laughs> but uh, maybe worth noting a couple places where people can track you down. You do have the soft abuse yeah. band camp page. Band you still camp have the website. website. Yep. Um, You've got an email. Best, a, have, email probably got snail mail still, right? Yep. I have a P.O. box. You can send me letters. Yep. Carrier pigeon. <laughs> soft abuse carrier pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, Always fun, and and yes, you had plenty of surprises. Good, I, and there's there's more we didn't get. You know, we could hang out after the show here and continue on <laughs> after lunch or whatever, <laughs> right? But uh, we're gonna play something from a, a a group and a group of people that I think we both admire. Yeah, uh, the group that runs the Spillage Fate imprint, and you brought this tape, which I don't have this tape, so mm. I'm glad that you pulled this one out. This is from Speed Booth, and uh, we're gonna play a track. The tape's called. Yamels, <laughs> and then we're going to follow it up with. Uh, so Peter, what do we have? We have uh, Peter Lemur, yeah, British uh, keyboardist, yeah, and that'll uh, take us to the Moroccan players, yeah. But the Speed Booth is maybe my favorite uh, record this year, release this year. I would have to say Excellent. it's up there. Well, we are going to play a track from that one. It is called Kirkwall Phoenix. Thanks again, Chris, for uh, coming down. Thanks for having me.